Welcome to episode three of the Nostalgia Mixtape, a podcast that celebrates all things that give us nostalgic feels from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, as well as new pop culture events with a throwback twist. Hello, I'm everybody. your host, I'm Ty Gun. Christina. How are you all doing? And today we'll be talking about reboots, revivals, and spinoffs. But before we get into today's episode, please make sure you follow us on all the socials. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Nostalgia Mix Pod. And you can also keep the conversation going with hashtag Nostalgia Mix Pod. If you have any reactions to anything that we're saying, or maybe any additional thoughts you want to add of your own, please subscribe to us on iTunes and rate our podcast. And we can also be found on Podbean and on our WordPress page at nostalgiamixpod.wordpress.com. So let's go ahead and jump into our nostalgia recap for this week. And I've got just a couple of things that I saw out there that made me happy when I saw them and and made me think about some things that I really enjoy now that kind of have like a nostalgic tie to it. Um, The first thing I saw last week was Big Finish Audio was celebrating their 20th anniversary of audio dramas. Um, and so for those that don't know, Big Finish Productions is a British te- is a British company, excuse me, that produces audio plays um, and they do them in CD and download format. And they're based on a ton of science fiction shows like Doctor Who, um, which is one of my favorites. And I'll be talking a little bit about Doctor Who later. Torchwood, Sapphire and Steel, Sherlock Holmes and all that stuff. Um, and the cool thing about Big Finish audios is that they kind of get a chance to expand on existing and previous characters and they... It's almost like really good fan fiction, but in audio format with the original actors' That's voices tough. if they're still living. That sounds living. like a lot of fun, actually. Um, yeah, it is a lot of fun. There's, um, like, I listen to a lot of the Doctor Who ones. They have a really cool app, and you can download them and get them right there on your phone. And I like to listen to those when I'm not listening to podcasts. And so they have one character from Doctor Who uh, named River Song, and she's, you know, got this really complicated relationship with the show's protagonist, um, who is known as the Doctor. And she travels through space and time and has all these off-screen adventures. And people have always kind of speculated, like, you know, well, I wonder what River does, uh-huh. you know, when we don't see her on TV. What's she doing on her own time? And so Big Finish actually made her her own audio set. And they gave her all these really cool adventures and stuff. And, you know, I, I love them so much. And they're, they're really great. So if you like anything kind of British-related, they do a few really specific um, kind of cult science fiction shows for the most part. So if you love those and you love audio dramas, you'll love Big Finish. So happy 20th anniversary Ooh-hoo. to Big Finish. Ooh. And then I also saw where um, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five were having a anniversary of their song, The Message. Um, really important, important song in rap culture and everything like that, in hip hop culture. So was glad to see that. And, you know, it's so funny because people thought that hip hop was just going to be a fad and that it was going to play out really quickly. But absolutely wrong. Here we are all these years later. <laughs> and it is like one of the number one music forms and it's so influential around the world. I mean, literally, it's it's everywhere. You can't turn on TV, you know, even watching the news and you're hearing, you know, hip hop slang and things from culture and stuff. And so people say that a lot of people try to say that black Americans don't have a culture. Uh-huh. We absolutely do. And I mean, hip hop is it. That's that's one of our cultures. It's one of the many things that we've created. So shout out to Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. And the uh, that is awesome. Um, I like if you don't know the intro to that song, then something is like very, very wrong with you. Um. <laughs> you you got to know it. It's a, it's, a, it's a classic, man. I mean, it's it's one of those things, again, like if you are 
I mean, I, I can't imagine a person that's under the age of like 60 uh -huh. that doesn't know it. Like my kids even wow. know that song. That's, that's good parenting right there. <laughs> Well, you know, I try. I try to do my best. You have any uh, Really, the one thing that I saw that like made me really happy is um, it's the 47th anniversary of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, that movie came out long before the both of us, but it is one of my favorite movies. It's just so fun and whimsical, and like I don't know anybody that didn't want to like hang out in the big like candy garden and like eat the little teacups and like you know play around yes. with the mushrooms or even like actually jump into the chocolate river like i know i did i mean i didn't want to get stuck up into the big tube but you know swimming around in the chocolate river sound like a fun idea at the time um but it's one of my favorite movies uh gene wilder is amazing in it um i just love that movie so much like it just it's one of those movies where like if it's on tv i am going to watch it I don't care how far into the movie it is. I am going to sit there and watch it just because it's so much fun. It takes you to a magical place. It's got a great story, a great message, um, and it's just fun to watch. And it's also fun to, you know, watch bratty kids get what they deserve because <laughs> all every single one of those kids is a brat, like every single one of them. Um, so that's just right. one of the things that, like, made me happy today. I actually probably need to go watch that movie. I know... Um, a theater here in Greensboro called the Carolina Theater does like a classic movie thing over the summer and I'm pretty sure that's one of the movies that they do. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to go watch it on like a big screen. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. 47 years ago though? Right. Like that's like, <laughs> that's again, that's long before both of us were even thought of um, but still like a big part of, you know, our childhood and stuff like that. I remember watching that movie when I was a kid and singing all the songs and laughing at Willy Wonka's antics um which actually kind of ties into our uh topic for today because they rebooted that movie and I hated it <laughs> yeah no I was just about to ask you that if you watched it and if you hated liked it and I was like no like, no uh... no like just no take it back <laughs> I, I don't know it's just to me I just feel like there are some things you just and need to that is one of those alone. movies um, and right now we're kind of in this big reboot and revival and prequel and sequel and spinoff kind of renaissance right now where they're wanting to bring back a lot of properties from the 70s, 80s, 90s and whatnot and kind of put a different twist on them. And there's so many different words, you know, that I kind of just threw out there. Um, so, of course, we're, we're not filmmakers by trade or anything like that. I'm a writer. Right. <laughs> Christina's an artist. Um, so do forgive us if we mix up any of the words or don't say the correct words, um, because different the different words mean different things. So like a reboot technically is something that doesn't break previous continuity. So like one of the most popular reboots or one of the reboots reboots that I really like is Doctor Who that I mentioned earlier. Um, it's basically a science fiction show. It's British. It's about a humanoid alien called the Doctor who travels around in a 1950s style blue police box called the TARDIS. Um, it's bigger on the inside. He takes all these, you know, one or more companions with him and they just go on all these adventures and he's kind of inadvertently become a hero across space and time. Um, the original series ran from 1963 through uh, 89, I believe. 
And it went through this long hiatus. And um, that was kind of when Big Finish that I mentioned earlier came in. They started doing the audio series and kind of filled in some of those uh-huh. gaps there for fans. But it came back in 2005 um, and it pretty much picked up where it left off. And since then, it's just kind of been going full steam. But, you know, I think a show like that it's, it's so easy for it to kind of work as a reboot because it kind of yeah, has that like timeless you element to it. have Doctor um, Who and, forever, basically. It's just one of those things that will never stop. Right. Like, it could end now, and it could come back 20 years from now and stuff, but it's the whole concept of the show. Like, the show is built on time travel. It's built on change. Like, the one of the main concepts in the show is regeneration. So... Um, back when the very first actor that played the Doctor was on the sh- series, uh-huh. he actually got really ill. And they wanted to keep the series going. But, you know, of course, he was having to step away from it because he was having a lot of trouble remembering his lines and, you know, basically being right. able to be healthy enough to be on set. So they decided to come up with this concept called regeneration. Since the Doctor's an alien, right. I mean, he could do what he wants, right? And it basically allows him to, like, change every cell in his body and to take on a completely different form. But he's right. still essentially the same man. And so because of that concept and because you have companions that kind of leave and they get replaced by other people, the show has been able to go on for, you know, 50 something years now. And, you know, so, right. So when you get a show like that, it's really easy to be able to reboot it. And it it kind of works because it's not really stuck and it's not really time period specific. So you could just kind of take it and, you know, take it and run with it. You know, I think like Star Trek and and other properties like that kind of have that same type of element to it where it's easy to do the prequels and the, you know, and the reboots and to, to rev- right. and to revive different things and to do the movies and everything because it's a, you know, it's a science fiction. It's science it's fiction and like the world it. is designed to be incredibly large. Like, you know, like you were saying with Doctor Who, like he can travel through space and time. So you can go backwards and forwards and all that. And then you can pretty much just make up anything you want and it'll fit into the concept of the show. It's kind of the same thing with Star Trek. Um, they bounce around through space and time and different galaxies and stuff like that. So there's like mm-hmm. just an unlimited stream of content that they could pull from and keep the show going forever and ever and ever. If they so choose to. Have you watched the new Star Trek series? I watched series, the first couple episodes that were free <laughs> and have not seen anything mm-hmm. since. But what I, the few episodes that I did watch, uh, I actually enjoyed quite a bit. I just haven't decided to spring for another streaming service. I can't do it. It is. It's really good. Um, and it's pretty much, I don't know, I was kind of on the fence. I was like, do I really want to get CBS All Access? Because I just really hate right. that they put it. It should just be on TV. It, because it blocks so many people. Right. I mean, and it's it's a really good show. And I hate that that paywall was in the way for so many people. Um, but they have like I Love Lucy and a couple of other things through CBS All Access. So I figured out a way mm-hmm. to kind of make it work for me. Um, and Star Trek Discovery is more of kind of like a prequel because it's supposed to take place like 20 years or something mm-hmm. like that before the original series. Um, but I really do. I really like it. Sydney she was Martin amazing. Green, um, who a lot of people know. Yeah, she's really great. You know, a lot of people know her from The Walking Dead. And that's, I kind of ended up, you know, I've always liked Star Trek, Mm -hmm. but I kind of followed her over, (laughs) you know, because she was on The Walking Dead and I love The Walking Dead. You know, that, that's another one. I mean, and like I said, it's the same thing. It's, it's that concept of timelessness and being able to play around with timelines and stuff and create all these different little worlds within this one overall world. It's like Doctor Who did the same thing with, uh, there's this organization that's Mm -hmm. on the show called Torchwood, um, and so they created a whole spinoff oh, of Torchwood. Okay. Now that makes sense in my head. I've heard about the yeah. show Torchwood, but didn't really understand how it related to Doctor Who. So now that makes sense. 
Right, right. Um, what are some other things that you, I know you're not, you're kind of like I am, where you're not really a big fan of the reboots and revivals and stuff, but what are some uh, things well, that you've kind recently, of enjoyed? Uh, my new favorite like reboot revival thing is the Lethal Weapon TV show on Fox. Um, I heard that was I good, but I have not watched it. I don't think that I've actually watched any of the Lethal Weapon movies. <laughs> um, I know, I know that sounds terrible. Really? It's just, it's just one of those things that just skipped me. Um, but I was a fan of both of the guys that were cast as the lead actors on that show. I mean, who doesn't like the Waynes brothers? Like, if you don't like the Waynes brothers, something is wrong right. with you. Um, so you just put a Waynes in there. I'm, I'm in. Um, and Clay Crawford, I know, um, from Leverage, because that was another, sh that was a show that I like found on Netflix and kind of fell in love with. And he had a couple of guest appearances on that show. Um fighting with Elliot um and so I was like okay well these are two names that I know it can't be awful um and I started watching it and I got addicted really quick it's really fun show it's really like there's all sorts of hijinks um they play Riggs and Murtaugh like they do in the movie um and they're you know Riggs is always in some trouble or like you know breaking the rules and just being a general troublemaker and uh his partner is always trying to keep him on the level and you know, make sure he follows the rules and they don't get into a whole bunch of trouble. Um, uh, Keisha Sharp plays the wife, uh, whose name I can't remember at the time. I'm terrible with names. Um, she plays the wife and she kind of, you know, mm -hmm. keeps both of them in line and keeps both of them out of trouble. She's a lawyer. And so they end up crossing paths a lot. Um, and it's just a really, really fun show. Um, yeah. The first two seasons. Keisha Sharp uh, is a familiar name. She was in well, um, Girlfriends for a while. She was like somebody's the i'm terrible with names she was on girlfriend she was somebody else's like one of the male characters girlfriends mm -hmm. for a time um uh, so oh, okay, she was okay. awesome and she's awesome in that show um and you know fox has this thing where like the first season of a show is really really good and then the second season is awful uh but the second season to me was even better than the first and then it all fell apart <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, because I remember hearing about all the like yes. there was some lots, onset drama, lots and lots of onset like drama. That, right? Apparently, the two stars of the show didn't really get along very well, and there was some like you know uh, allegations of people making a hostile work environment, which resulted in Clay Crawford, who plays Riggs, getting kicked off the show and them replacing him with somebody else. And since you know they're on hiatus, I don't know if they've been renewed for season three yet. Um, and I'm kind of on the fence on whether or not I'm going to watch without Clay Crawford because I kind of was in the show partially for him. Um, we'll see. But the first right. two seasons are really great. You know, it would not be a bad thing to invest your time in watching them. Last time I checked, I think uh, season one and two were on Netflix. Um, just hilarious show. Uh, I've known people that have watched Die Hard that have also enjoyed it. So a lot of it is true to what happens in the movies and stuff. Um, the personalities are similar and everything. Yeah. Um, really great show. I'm hoping that it's still good when they come back for season, when and if they come back for season three. But I just love that show. And on top of that, you know, the Power Rangers, you know, it's another one of the things that I absolutely love that you guys know at this point. Um, yeah. I was mad at myself for not going to see that movie in theaters. Uh, which sounds hilarious because I work at a movie theater and we had it, but I, it just kept, I never made time to go see it. And when I finally watched it, I was like, well, that sucks. Like I'm mad. I wish I'd have seen this on the big screen. Um, right. You wish you had seen it on the big screen. Um, I 
liked the casting of the Power Rangers. Um, they were very similar to the personalities of like the Power Rangers in the TV show. One thing that they kind of changed um, instead of them being like the goody two shoes classmates that were like straight A students and everything, they basically like took the Power Rangers and made them have a baby with the Breakfast Club because they start off as like the bad kids in detention and you know sneaking into places they don't have any business sneaking into and like being out all hours of the yeah. night and stuff like that and getting into trouble um but they come together as a group and save the day as usual because it's the power rangers is what we do here um and it was just fun right. like you have to understand the power rangers is not supposed to be serious it's supposed to be silly and ridiculous and fun and as long as you keep that in the front of your head then like you're gonna have a good time it was fun to watch they've already right but it's cool to see them do that, like bring in some of the classic elements of the show that, you know, of Power Rangers that, you know, all of us that grew up with it love and recognize and stuff, but then yeah. also add a new twist into it. So that way it doesn't feel like you're just kind of rehashing the same exactly. thing, you know, over like I said, and over. It was a lot of fun. The uh, They had Elizabeth, Elizabeth, I can't think of her last name. Told you, terrible names. She played Rita Repulsa. She was hilarious. Uh, apparently she used to be the Green Ranger before the Green Ranger or something that was like part of her backstory in the movie um Goldar who was like her little henchman in the TV show was like the big bag monster that she created um which was kind of fun to watch except for the fact that he didn't talk which I was kind of sad about um and I mean you got Zordon and Alpha 5 and all the usual suspects and stuff like that so you still got all the things that you know and love about Power Rangers but it was a new interpretation that I enjoyed and they opened it up for a sequel already so hopefully hopefully we will get a sequel. Oh, cool. I need at least one. I think they said they planned for like six. That might be a bit much. But at least give me one more so I can get my Green Ranger swag on and be happy. Like that's right. all I need. See, when they start doing stuff like that, that's like taking it too far <laughs> for me. It's like, you know, don't Don't kill it. Don't overdo a good thing. Like this work for you, it's going good, but you don't do you really need six? It's like with Transformers, like just let it go after a while. Stop making those movies. We don't. We don't want to see them anymore. They just they yes. get progressively worse. I, and I mean, <laughs> like the first two, I was down. I was there, and like my husband is a mega power, like a mega excuse me, not Power Rangers, mm -hmm. a mega Transformers fan. Like he had all the trucks and all the toys, and watched the cartoons, and was like big into it. Like he still has some. My of his brother toys does from, too. Like, when he was a kid. So, I mean, we went and like saw it at the movies or all hype and stuff. And even now he's like, oh my God, I hate this so much. Please yes. stop doing this to my child. <laughs> like he just can't watch it anymore. The last one was just- it's Painful. It was just- I'm like you. It was just so bad. Like I felt every minute of that movie. When Sam got a new girlfriend and they tried to make Patrick Dempsey from Grey's Anatomy a villain, I was like, what are you guys doing? This is not believable at all. Uh, and then the Mark it Wahlberg hurt. ones just Physically. are entirely too long. Like the first one he did, I was like, why is this movie still on? And there was like another hour and a half left. And then my cousin oh drugged me God. to go see it, um, see the last one. And I was like, I really don't want to see this movie. Like I'm really over the Transformers. I'm really over Mark Wahlberg. Like, can we just, can we not? And he was adamant about going. So I took him and like the entire, like, I wish I was drunk for it because it probably would have made the movie slightly more enjoyable, but it just, it was just too long and complicated and ridiculous. And I, why, why do we have to do this? <laughs> yeah, no, I was drunk and it blew my buzz. Like, mm. <laughs> 
And I mean, it it, could t- it takes something like really bad because usually I can enjoy and I can get through most things uh-uh. if I pass some alcohol. But yeah, that that was that was just so bad. It just blew my buzz. And I was like, you know what? I just I feel like I wasted alcohol. Like I felt that it was money. See, that's that never a good feeling. I could have enjoyed that. I could have enjoyed right. that drunk at another time. But you know what? Speaking of Transformers, I think especially when you're talking about shows that are kind of related to cartoons and stuff like that. I think those are ones that tend to do pretty well when you reboot them or you, you know, you kind of bring them back for a revival. Like right now, me and my kids are really into Voltron um, Legendary Defender. And so that's an 80s based cartoon that they've kind of brought back now on Netflix. And they are keeping the seasons really short. They're packing a lot of good action and dialogue um, and storylines into them. And they're already on like season six. Um, but yeah, but they're really short. There was only like a few episodes, and most of the episodes are around about thirty minutes or something like that. So they're really quick consume, easy, you know, bingeable type things or whatever. But I I love it so much. I love that um, they brought Ducktales back, and surprisingly, I actually like it. Um, I decided to give it a chance because you got David Tennant playing Scrooge McDuck. I mean, what's really? not to like about that? You know, with me being a Doctor I like Who David fan. Tennant a lot. Yeah, he's awesome. So. Yeah, so I watch those with you know with my kids and stuff too. And I you know I think animated series is really awesome when they bring it back because you have the you know the updated technology and everything like that, and so you get that crisper, cleaner, new look, and it's you know it's really vibrant and good looking and everything like that. But you know it's kind of the same thing. It taps into your it taps into your nostalgic feels and everything that you have for that series. But a lot of those worlds, you know, those fictional worlds, it's easy for you to bring them back and kind of open up and expand those worlds. And that's kind of what they're doing with with Voltron now and taking some of those basic elements so that when you recognize the show and it still feels like the show that you loved as a kid and really building on that and making it something completely different and and bringing in some new, you know, some new right. elements and concepts to it. So I love it when they do that with cartoons. And I think generally speaking, when you reboot a cartoon, it, it, it tends to go over. For the most well. part, I've seen some people... Um... What are they bringing back? He-Man or something like that? And, like, I saw people on Twitter... Oh, yeah, no, not that, though. ...hammering the new art <laughs> style, like, mm, no, let's not let's not do this. Like, we don't have to do that. Yeah, I mean, because you don't want to change it up too much. Like, you can make it... You can update it and maybe give it a fresh look, but you don't want it to be to the point where it's, like, unrecognizable. It's just right. like, mm. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't like I, the style. They bought back a Samurai Jack for a little bit. I caught some of it. I didn't get to ch- get a chance to watch all of it, but that was also really... Pleasant. I I like Samurai. Love Jack. Samurai Jack. It was one of my mm-hmm. favorite shows um, when I was growing up, or like middle school, high school. Um, so I was glad to see them bring that back. Um, another animated show, like an adult animated show, that I would really love for them to bring back. Well, two. A, they need to bring the Boondocks back. It's mm-hmm. timely. Let's go ahead and get it popping because the Boondocks was amazing. Yes. For the first like two and a half seasons. Also, love they the need Boondocks. To bring- Regina Hall is so talented. Like, people just do not give her enough of her credit. I mean, not just for the vocal work that she did and the voice work she did on the Boondocks, but just in general, like as an actress. I saw a video of her doing both the voices. It's crazy. Like, at the same time, like, having a conversation with herself, switching back between the voice of Huey and Riley. And I was just like, wow. Yes, we gotta find that video. We're gonna have to put that in. Let me write that down. Um, Cause we definitely gotta put that in the show notes. It is, and then it's I so also good. really want them to bring back Afro Samurai. It was one of my favorite shows. It's like, I think the first season was like six episodes, and then the second season, right. in air quotes, was actually like a movie they did. Um, 
the voice work was done by yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, Lucy Liu had a character in season two. She was like the big bad in season two, season two of the movie. Um, but I yeah. love the art style. I love, I actually bought like an Afro Samurai art print uh, when I was at, I was watching a movie actually. What was I watching? Oh, one of them times I went to go see Black Panther. Uh, they had some artists in the lobby of the mm-hmm. uh, movie theater that I was at selling like art prints that they would like they would sell at like a convention or anything. Um, and so I bought one. Um, great show, great acting, great, you know, voice work, all of it. I need you to bring it back. I love it. Give it to me. <laughs> Who I got to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, what do you think? Where do you what or what circumstances do you think the reboots and rivals don't work? Just kind of in general. Um. So one of my things now that I don't like when it comes to reboots, um, as an example, I I don't necessarily know if I'm a fan of like the Disney remakes we're making right now. Um, I th- yeah, the live action. The live I action? don't necessarily think I'm a huge fan of them. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. I think. You know, going back to what we were just talking about with animated series, like you can get away with a lot more as an animated series when it comes to like what you see visually than you can when it comes to like a live action remake. And I know CGI is a thing, but CGI is not always great. Um, for example, right. the movie that we pretend that doesn't exist, but the Avatar The Last Airbender movie. Speaking of two and a half hours that what I want that? back. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender is arguably one of the greatest animated shows ever in the history of the world. Like, I could watch it all the time. And I've seen, like, I have the complete series on DVD. I've seen it the entire way through six or seven times easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just one of those things. It's amazing. Um, and then somebody decided to let M. Night Shyamalan make the movie and holy crap, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just, I took that and just filed it. I have this little box of things that I just, it's like, why did this happen? Why did I spend hours of my life on this? And I just took that and stuck it in that little box. And it's like shoved back in, way back in my memory bank somewhere or whatever in the shadows. that I allow myself to remember about that movie and how awful it was is the fact that the entire movie they spent mispronouncing Aang's name how do you mispronounce the the like lead character's name for the entire movie? <sighs> Houseway. <laughs> I just. I mean, it. Dozens of people right. signed off on that. Like, it took a crowd, a community of people that came together and said, "This is a thing that we're doing and creating, and we're okay with this thing going out to the public." And they did the thing and released it to other humans to watch and consume the fact that that happened just it it absolutely blows my mind because it was just it was not good like i don't think i know anyone who enjoyed that movie and that's really hard for me to say because i know at least one person who enjoys just about everything like you could think of a dozen movies that you don't like and i could think of at least one person that's like oh okay well you know i kind of like that i you know i'm I'm the odd person out and i'm willing to be the odd person out i literally don't don't think i would trust the person if they told me that they liked that movie like i don't if you, if you're listening and you enjoyed that movie, please no, don't <laughs> talk to us on Twitter and let us know why. I mean, because I'm really curious to see 
what don't you enjoy? Like, what about it you like? And, you know, it's not like, you know, crapping on other people and stuff. I understand everybody's got different tastes and stuff, but I would just be really curious to see. And like, here's the sad thing. We're never going to get get another chance at that. Like, see, if it was me, I would have done like movies of the comic books because there are Avatar comic books um, that kind of expand on the story after the big fight at the end of the series and, you know, them growing up and Zuko, you know, being the Fire Lord and all that stuff. Um, like Zuko finds his mom at some point or like finds out what happened to his mom. Um, and so many other stories like Toph finds her dad and like her parents like get divorced and stuff like that. And her dad like runs off with somebody to start a business, all this other craziness. Um, but like, I would like a movie of that, an animated movie of that, because I don't need another live action Avatar The Last Airbender movie. Like that just, it didn't work. That's like the prime example of it not working. And we just need to never do that again. Like, just, if you even think about, you know, going into a boardroom and being like, hey, let's do an Avatar The Last Airbender. No, absolutely not. Like, you need to leave that room immediately. <laughs> Don't do it again. <laughs> just just leave the perfect show where it is. We didn't need a reboot movie thing. We just, just no. Just, just no. <laughs> I'm very adamant about it. Just no. Amen. All I can do is agree. I mean, you've, you've got you've got no argument for me. I've got, I've got nothing. You know what I? You know what I really? What they're trying to make happen now? So many studios and and, and different properties are trying to make happen now, and it's just not working what for is me. That? It, it's bringing back shows from the '90s that kind of are really tied yeah. to that specific uh-uh. time period, like the '90s uh-uh. or the '80s or something. Uh-uh. I just, I don't get it. Like, they're wanting to bring back, like, Clarissa and Why? Mad About You. And they were even talking about trying to touch My Precious Fresh Prince. That's my show. Don't touch my no. show. Leave it alone, y'all. You know, I, I just don't think, and I, I've said this before, I'm sure, and I'll probably say it again at some point in time. You know, I just don't think those type of reboots and revivals really work. You know, even if you try to switch it up and bring in some new cast members or whether you try to reboot it and bring back the old people and kind of pick up where they left off because I think it's so specifically tied uh-huh. to that time period, you know, from the way that they interact to the, you know, guests that they had on the show, like with the Fresh Prince, you know, all the crazy things that Colton and Will and um, Hillary and Ashley and all of them got into, you know, you'd see them getting into something crazy and then you see them go picking up a payphone right. to go call Uncle Phil to come bail them out of something like it's just funny things like that that were so funny or whatever and you know because they couldn't get in ready contact with each other because people didn't right. carry around cell phones at the time you know i don't know it's just so specific to that time period and you had like the episode with boys and men on it and the episode where tevin campbell came and sang happy mm-hmm. birthday to ashley and she like passed out you know at her birthday party and stuff and the you know the way that they dressed and the the slang and everything and stuff like that like it's so tied to the nineties it's such a and specifically nineties show that I just Will don't Smith see where it would work now. Everybody famous on that show he dated Queen Latifah on the show like not like in real life at the time but like on the show Queen Latifah was a girlfriend at one point. That's one of my and favorite episodes. Tyra Banks and him were dating at one point and just like all the famous black females from the time like that's. How, Nia Long was Nia on Long. the show for a while. Yeah, because remember she was Lisa. She was on the show. Uh, Jada was on the show too. Like just everybody and their mama was on the show at some point. 
end. Like, you just can't recreate that magic of, like, that camaraderie between those people and those artists. Like, you, you just can't recreate it. Like, just leave it. Let sleeping dogs lie. Like, especially since, you right. know, Uncle Phil, R.I.P. Uncle Phil, like, since he can't come back. Like, you just need to let it go. Just, just let it go. Like... Right, yeah. I don't want to see a series about Will's son who's rich and goes to stay with someone poor. That didn't even make sense. Like, I saw that circulating around on, on the internet, and I'm like, number one, it doesn't make sense, because why would you do that? And number two, just no. Like, put the Fresh Prince on a streaming service. That's all I want. So we're going back to Ty's list That's of things That's one on a streaming service. Wants. That's it. You know, we have my list of things that I want, yeah, and now that- we have Ty's list of things that she wants, which is a streaming service with all yeah. the black shows on it. That's it. I don't need you to reboot them. I don't need you to try to bring Martin back. I definitely don't, I don't want Martin see back. That. No, and plus, I mean, y'all can keep that. Well, see, Martin ain't gonna work no. now. Like the stuff that Martin was doing and saying back in the nineties. Shanae is not gonna fly, fly in the in twenty eighteen. <laughs> like Shanae is definitely not gonna fly. It's not gonna fly. Like I said, then you know they got a chance to get away with a lot of stuff. Not necessarily saying it was right, but people just weren't mm-hmm. as vocal about, you know, speaking up against that type of things. Cause you had shows like Martin and like uh, Married with Children and stuff. Like, ain't no way you could bring mm-hmm. Al Bundy back to TV now. He's like a, <laughs> he's a raging sexist and he's terrible to his family. And it's, it, it's just awful. <laughs> like, you know, I guess it was, you know, some specific type of humor that just needs to stay back where it was. Um, I just think people and are like, past I'm, that type of I'm humor. I'm still trying to figure out most part. like, how we got to having a Roseanne reboot like of all the shows to bring back you pick that one why and then they're trying to make a spinoff now now that she's gotten canceled like about basically I guess the rest of the family or something I, I don't know I'm Just like let, it, let go. it go let it go I don't want to see it like right nobody really wants to see it write those people, people that, other roles like write those people other roles that are not tied to that thing like there are plenty of people out there writing scripts for new shows and new movies and stuff like that like go find some of them and let them get some money like there's enough money out here for all of us right see i knew it was gonna fail like as soon as it came out like i immediately told my husband i was like that's not gonna work and he was like why i was like because roseanne talked crazy on twitter all the time she's gonna tweet something stupid it's gonna get canceled like i literally said that the day that i that that it found out like i i I swear to god i said that and that's exactly what happened because she had been talking crazy She's been talking crazy for years. So it was only going to be a matter of time before she messed it up and screwed a whole bunch of people she over in the all process. Them fired. Like every single one of them. Like I feel a little bad for the people that worked on the show, but not really. <laughs> I feel, you know, not so much for the other actors that came on because it's like, okay, you know this woman. You know how she is. You knew what you were getting yourself back into by realigning uh-huh. yourself with her in the show. But it's the people that work behind the scenes, people who are just trying to get a job and they're like, you know what? Right. I need money in my pocket. So the people that are working behind the scenes doing intern like stuff and key grips and people like that that are, you know, that are working behind the scenes, I feel bad for them. Because I mean that was that was a that was a job, you know, that they were trying to secure or whatever. And I mean, for better or worse, the show was doing well. It was getting the ratings and it was gonna come back for another season. That's just- and she couldn't even make it a whole season without screwing that up. But I knew it. I called it. I mean, stuff like that. I don't know. Like all those, all those shows, even ones that I, you know, that I enjoy it, like Charmed and Party of Five and stuff like that. I just don't yeah. want to see it come back. I, um, they're supposed to be no. bringing Sister Sister back. Just, just stop right now. <laughs> Why? 
what where's the story but where's the story that's a good question like the whole story was about these two teenage girls right. that got separated at birth well right. they, they were preteens right yeah so the two preteen girls that got separated at birth and then you know you bring the families together kind of smaller version of brady bunchish style or something like that where you're combining two different pa- parents you know two different families and stuff I like, like i just don't i don't see where the story is and they were saying um that you know they were going to pick back up at where the twins would be in their lives now as you know married with kids and stuff but I'm like, again where's the story like if you want to talk about tia and tamara being married bring back their reality show i mean it was okay i liked it it was actually, and I'm not a re- I'm not a reality show person, but I liked it. If that's what you want to do, why why bring back sister sister when you could just give them this another reality show? Very true. Then they could talk about their lives. Because I it saw the trailer the for the Charmed thing. reboot, and I was just like, why? Like, so remember, I was talking last episode about how like all these old shows used to show like in the morning when my mom would be getting ready for work and I'd be getting ready for school. So now, like the show that comes on in the morning is the original Charmed. Uh, like just random episodes of it and like yeah. I watch that in the morning I don't need no offense to anybody involved with the new Charmed like this is not any personal thing but we don't need another one like I don't think it's necessary you could have created an entirely new show with these people and a similar concept and not necessarily have called it Charmed or done anything like why do we have to go back to this particular right. thing that like is really not that it didn't go off the air that long ago <laughs> like we don't need to do this right yeah i mean it's 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 still relatively yeah a relatively like, recent show you know i mean like you were saying just take those characters or take those actors excuse me and just do something completely different if you want to have a show about witches that are you know better played by people of color and stuff right. okay create that like, you do that like one of my favorite things again is Stranger Things. I mean, you've got a show that's that's got a concept that you know definitely borrows from the Goonies and from Stand by Me, from ET, from elements like that or whatever. But it created something completely new with brand new characters. It's still playing homage to the '80s and everything like that. And yeah, people love it, and it, and it's going great. They've got a specific number of seasons that they're trying to do. They're like, this is a four season thing. We are getting ready to go into season three. We have a beginning, middle, and end for this. Right boom you can't get no better than that because you know you know they're not going to try to drag yep, it out because some shows on tv i i love Grey's anatomy but jesus christ we're on like 16 seasons like it's it's about that time <laughs> it is about that time <laughs> yeah you just you gotta let it go you know what do you think about the like black shows or black movies like how they brought back best man holiday how they're talking about you know maybe possibly doing a sequel to love jones and stuff are there any of those that you want to see come back around no not really i actually didn't see the best man holiday i've heard really really good things about it though um and it's on my list it was really good surprisingly good i don't necessarily know if we need another one of those we don't like i don't think we need another love jones like the beauty of love jones is like that 90s r&b type love and like music is just not the same anymore like are we right casting some new people and telling a different story like what exactly are we doing with that like i mean lorenz tate still looks the same but yeah like i I don't see them bringing back darius and nina like i mean if they were going to do something like that you know again you could kind of do something with a similar concept but update it for today's time i just 
if that was yeah, if that's what like, you want to go get support the new stuff like i really wish more people went to go see proud mary um despite like a couple of the technical issues that i pointed out um with that movie i thought it was really good and more people should have seen it like it was not Primary was primary was pretty good. I really, I really do think it was pretty good. And you know, we always saying that we want to see more black women right. in those action roles and stuff like that. Because you have your Denzels and like you know, I mean, a, a male actor can be like seventy. Like Harrison Ford is old and he's still playing Indiana Jones, but people will really act like a woman over thirty-five, like a black woman over thirty-five can't play in an action role. People were really giving Taraji a bunch of crap for being quote unquote too old. To be an action role, and I'm like, are you serious? She, really does. she looks and she amazing. Killed it. She did really great she work in really that movie. Yeah, it. she uh, did. So like, let's let's do some new stuff when it comes to movies. I was watching when I was going to school for uh, music performance. We watched this documentary called Everything Is a Remix, and one of the stats that they said is between like 2000 and 2010, the top 10 movies every year, mm-hmm. like in that time span, in that time span, a hundred of those movies, 75 of them were remakes or sequels wow what yes that many that's crazy i mean you got all these people out here with so much talent and so many innovative ideas and you're just kind of digging back into an old bag of tricks like it's not necessary like and you can marvel is great at you know building this colossal world where you know you've got unlimited content they're on like 20 movies in the mcu not including like the two deadpool movies and all the x-men movies and the fantastic four movies so you're looking at 30 plus movies like the content is there you can find something to build another world like that you don't have to keep going back and doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again like start something new (laughs) like it's really it's really not that hard at least i don't think it's that hard to just come up with something new like we don't have to keep doing this like you know going back to the disney remakes they're doing a live action lion king and i just don't understand the first one was so great like why do we need to have one with like real or cgi lions like what i don't understand why it's necessary like re-release the old lion king or do a new disney movie how about that like we could get another black princess i mean it's been almost 10 years get another another black princess give me that i like to get another one one that actually stays a a black person throughout the whole also a concept wow can you believe that would also be (laughs) very very nice i know it's, it's really innovative and you know groundbreaking and stuff like that but do a black princess and just keep her black through the whole movie and maybe not turn her into some kind of anthropomorphic animal or you can incorporate them together and like randomly make a movie with like three or four days so like wreck it ralph is coming out this year i think and there's going to be a part of the movie Mm -hmm. where like all the disney princesses together um so like there's a clip of all of them in this room and i guess like ralph's little sister i didn't see the first one um like i guess his little sister like shows up and like all these disney princesses are in the room Mm -hmm. and like they start questioning her like i did i saw that i love that like give me like a cute little disney tv movie with all the disney princesses and their hijinks together see i would sign up for that (laughs) like cuz Yeah, Cinderella, I mean, it's, like, it's she about taking something somebody. She up. broke her little glass slipper on the chair. Yeah, she did. She broke her glass slipper. I was like, yo. She, she was like, I am ready. Who are you? <laughs> I did not know that Cindy had a heart like that. Like, 
she was like she's more gangster than Mulan. Like Mulan was just like, okay, like, there's somebody here. Cinderella was ready to fight. Like she came to fight. She was ready. <laughs> I did. I love that so much. Yeah, that, I mean that's all you gotta do. Just take it and switch up the concept a little bit or whatever, or try something different. Like one thing that I do, I am actually looking forward to. They're doing a reboot of Sabrina. Why? The Teenage Witch. But they're not basing it off of the TV show. They're basing it off of a darker comic series okay. that came out previously. And so it's got um, Michelle Gomez in there and a couple of other really good people and stuff. And they haven't really released a whole lot of information about it. So I don't know if it's still when it's necessarily happening. Like, I know it's still a thing because Michelle Gomez was at... Um, she was at a Doctor Who convention that I went to in March, Regeneration Who, and she was talking about her character and everything there. Um, it kind of had people excited, but it's been kind of silent on that radar. I'm still hoping that they're doing it, though, because right. I can see something like that working. Like it's, you know, it's supposed to be a, you know, it's a reboot, but it really has nothing at all to do with the original series. It's taking a really dark and huh. twisty type of turn on it and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, now I can see that. And they're going to put it on Netflix. So oh, it's going to be something it. that you can binge. I am. Okay. I'm convinced. I'm ready. Let's do it. Like, I'm 100% dead. Yeah, see, I'm available for that or whatever. Because, again, like, you know, we know Sabrina. We love Sabrina stuff. But it's like, you know, it's kind of like that. It's like something yes. you would do with fan fiction. Like, taking something basic that you like and just putting this whole completely different spin on it and taking it from, like, a, from a whole dark concept or something like that. Like, I, there's a Save by the Bell podcast I listen to called Go Bayside. And um, the comedian that hosted the podcast, April Richardson, it was one of the episodes she had a guest on. And they were basically talking about how funny it would be if somebody took Saved by the Bell. Because, you know, how people are always saying, like, Zach's a total psychopath, um, which I agree with. He, he's an absolute psychopath. They were like, you know, what if they actually took a dark twist with it and truly, like, tapped into Zach being a psychopath and, like, made a dark version uh. of Saved by the Bell. And they started throwing out all these crazy scenarios and stuff like that on the podcast. I and like I was it. just cracking up because I was like, this is such this is such fan fiction fodder. And if they put it on TV, Let's bring I would Mark totally Paul watch Gosler it. back. He gets to play uh, Professor, the Mr. Belding. And let's do it. I'm, I'm, I'm actually also down for this concept. <laughs> let's make it happen. <laughs> Mark Paul would definitely come back. You know, I think out of all of them, he's kind of the one that, I mean, he takes the whole save, you know how Dustin Diamond, who plays Screech, is all like, oh, saved by the bell. I don't want any parts of that or whatever. But Mark Paul just really takes it all in stride. Like, it was so funny when they were on Jimmy Kimmel and him and Tiffany Amber Thiessen and uh, Elizabeth Berkeley and Mario Lopez were up there and they did a skit up there where Jimmy was pretending like he had went to Bayside I High. saw that and died laughing i loved it so much put, they put uh <laughs> slater in a unitard again right that happened okay yes. i want to make sure that i was not imagining that like i was living for ac slater was my favorite and i was just i was so happy <laughs> right so give us the dark saved by the bell that we want give us some dark sabrina and stuff if you're going to do it and you're going to bring something back or base something off of something that gives us the nostalgia feels, then, then base it on that. I like that. That's adorable. I'm, I'm, I'm down for both of those. Let's, let's get it popping. Like, let's go ahead and make it happen. Um, <laughs> like another thing where it was like a, a shoot, a shoot off of the original concept. So a couple years ago, was it 
2016, they did a live-action Tarzan. And I know I literally just went on a rant about, like, live-action Disney movies and stuff like that, and we don't need another one. This one actually wasn't, like, a Disney movie, I don't think. Um, but it starred uh, Alexander okay. Skarsgård from True Blood, and it was a live-action movie. It had him. Ooh. Margot Robbie was his wife. And uh, Samuel L. Jackson was just randomly in it. I didn't know before I went to go watch the movie that Samuel L. Jackson was in it, but it made the movie like 10 times better. Um, Samuel L. Jackson is in everything. Like you could, you could almost just. Right. I actually read an article from him about him like years ago. And like, if you took all the movies that Samuel L. Jackson has ever been in, he's got like the highest grossing catalog of movies of any actor in Hollywood. Like that's how much money that man makes. But I'm not mad. Right. Get it, Samuel L. Gosh, how did I miss this? Because that, I, I'm not much of a live action person either. But it's I actually really good. So like, here's it. the thing that I loved about it. Um, everybody knows the story of Tarzan. Tarzan was raised by apes and he was left in the jungle and raised by apes and all this other stuff. So the movie doesn't start there. Like it goes, <laughs> it does a couple of flashbacks and stuff like that of like young Tarzan. But the beginning of the movie he's basically back in Europe and like found his family and like claimed his riches and all this other stuff and everybody knows that like he's pretty much grew up in the jungle and stuff uh, and so they start there and basically like somebody's going to try to take over the jungle and destroy it and stuff like that and so he has to go back and save them um, so basically the movie assumes that you know the story of like Tarzan's origin story from the beginning um, instead yeah. of like spending the entire movie doing that whole thing over again. Like I said, there's a couple flashbacks. You see how him and his wife met each other. Um, but like, it assumes you know all of that and tells a completely different story of him going back to the jungle and, you know, saving the jungle that he grew up in and like working with the locals. He basically creates a stampede. He finds like him and his wife go back to the jungle and like he starts headbutting this random lion. Like in like the most affectionate way ever and they kind of start cuddling it's really cute um there's a scene where um they're swinging from the vines that happens a lot in the movie and mm -hmm. um samuel L. jackson has no idea what he's doing <laughs> first they had him like jump off a cliff and he was really scared of doing that and then he was about to grab the vine and like tarzan pulled his vine and it snapped <laughs> And he was like, oh, no. so, yeah, about that. And so he was like, just get on my back. And he was like, Samuel Jackson was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I'm grown. Like, I'm not doing that. Sure enough, Samuel L. Jackson got on his back and was springing through the jungle. Was not very happy about the prospect. He was yelling and screaming the entire time. But it was hilarious. And okay, so I just, I, hear, I literally hear him <laughs> yelling because he has samuel jackson has that yell like everybody knows what samuel jackson's screaming yell right. and stuff sounds uh -huh. like and i just hear that going right. <laughs> and so like they jumped onto a train and did some other stuff it was a really really good movie not a lot of people liked it and it didn't do very well in theaters but like that was a reboot that i actually really enjoyed um i mean and of course alexander skarsgård is hot like i don't know if you've ever seen him with a shirt off like the movie poster is literally him like all oiled up with the shirt off I'm fairly certain I have. Yeah, because like, like I said, I was I, in the true I think blood, I actually so, yeah. have the poster in this house somewhere, probably. Um, yeah. The actual Tarzan poster? You I didn't it steal it. Work? Like, we can have them, but yeah, it's totally somewhere in this house. And one of these, I got so many movie posters, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, but yeah, great movie. If you haven't seen Tarzan, like, okay. Also, don't take it too seriously. Again, 
Like, you got to go in there right. ready to have fun. It's not like Oscar-winning drama or anything like that. It's just a fun, nice action movie, stampede and all. Like, it's really fun to watch. So get you a drink. Go watch Tarzan. Thank me later. Right. Do you think people just take, like, reboots, revivals and stuff like that? Do you think they just take them too serious? Like, maybe they'd enjoy them more if they didn't take them so serious? Or is it just that most of them are just... I think it's a little bit of both. It kind of depends on the the reboot um i think again with um the power rangers one you just kind of have to take it with a grain of salt and and expect to see some silly things happening because if you go back and watch the original power rangers right the show was incredibly silly (laughs) right yeah and i think a lot of people forget that too like because when you do go back and watch stuff like power rangers or other things it's like this Uh is kind of crazy it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever Same thing with, I mean, yeah, the TGI Friday shows that I used to watch and stuff. Like, I mean, <laughs> you just look back at some of the stuff, even Saved by the Bell. Like, Saved by the Bell is such a nonsensical it really and is. weird I, show. Um, you have the podcast yeah. to listen to. I watch uh, the show on Facebook, which, to say that there are shows on Facebook is just weird. But uh, the show on Facebook called Zach Morris is Trash. And it basically... Yes. My funny or not, right? Basically a recap of yeah. the trash things that Zach Morris does and you sit back and you're watching it and you're like, Man, Zach Morris was the worst. <laughs> oh my god. We we gotta do just you gotta we gotta give a whole podcast episode the, to say by the bill. I just I got a whole list of the absolute worst. Terrible. He got, uh, what's episodes. her face hooked up on amphetamine pills or uh, caffeine pills or something like that? And she was screaming, "I'm so excited!" And you're just like, you thought this was riveting television when you were growing up, and now you're just like, you know what? Excuse my language, you're a jerk. <laughs> Why do you have right. friends? <laughs> yeah, so it would be like if they if they brought back. Which the movies that they did come out with with Say by the Bell were just, I mean, just like the awful. reunion shows and um, stuff. But if they did bring back a movie now, like I definitely wouldn't, no. I wouldn't take it serious. Like there was no way I could possibly take it serious at all. I would go in there purely just to laugh at it. Because if they brought them back for a movie now, I know the movie would be just mm. as stupid as the movie was when him and Kelly got married and they got chased around Vegas oh, by like random monsters. Uh, do you remember like <sighs> Say by the Bell in college? That was also fun and awful. <laughs> The college years was so bad. Like now I can go back and rewatch because they've mm-hmm. got everything on Hulu. I can go back and rewatch like some of the, you know, some of the regular series and stuff, but I just can't watch the college years. Like they're just like, so they bad to me. some new characters. There was like the guy that lived across the hall that was like the RA, but he was like way older than everybody else, I think. <laughs> oh no, that was, that was just the running thing on <laughs> Saved by the Bill. Like, I think, I don't know, it was a lot of shows like that where they were supposed to be teenagers, but then they would bring in, like, 45-year-old people to play teenagers. And I'm like, so you know no extras that you could have cast that were actual teenage people. Like, you would see, like, you would see Zach and them out on a date, and they would literally be on a date with 45 to 50-year-old women. And these people looked 45 to 50. And, you know, and I know, like, the style of the time was, like, the big hair and the overdone makeup and stuff. But still, I'm like, no. Even if this woman didn't have makeup on, she's uh-uh. she's old enough to be a mom. Like, she's Zach's mom's age. And she's trying to play a 16-year-old. Or they would have Slater wrestling. They'd have Slater wrestling. <laughs> a dude that's, like, I mean, again, 45 years old. And he is a teenager. Mario Lopez was literally a teenager when the show. Because they were all, like... It wasn't like a lot of shows where you'll have like people uh-huh. in their twenties playing teenagers. Like they were right. of age at the time. 
but they would have him wrestling a 40 year old man and i'm like why would you do this and how did i not notice that this man was 40 years old when i was watching this god awful show (laughs) zach morris is trash (laughs) but Either way, do you have anything else that you want to add to the reboot and revival? Um, I don't know. I would like, um, I'm looking at some of the notes that we have here. Um, what's up with this Blade reboot that we're talking, that you put in here? Like, are they talking about doing that? Hello? You still there? Hello? Ty? Hello? You still there? Hello? Hey, yeah, we went silent for a long time. I was like, what's going on? Okay. Okay. No, that's okay. I'll start over. So is there anything else you want to add to the reboot and revival Um, conversation? I would like us to go ahead and reboot the X-Men franchise. Please and thanks. (laughs) Let's just go ahead and scrap this whole uh, Dark Phoenix movie. Start over again. Recast some new people. And if we could get the Gambit movie moving, that would be great. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and start that over. You know, the, the greater MCU was coming to a point where like, you know, some people are about to leave and we're about to do some new things with that whole franchise. It's a great time to bring the X-Men in. But let's just start over. Like, cast some new people. Please don't bring Jennifer Lawrence back. <laughs> she, she can stay. Ever. She can stay exactly ever, where she ever. is. Um, but like, let's do that. Um, I see here on our show notes that we've got um, our little cheat sheet. Um, is there a Blade movie or like Blade TV show happening? There's just been random talks about Blade. Huh. Like Blade is something I would still be totally down for. I love Wesley Snipes. He could come back and be Blade. And I would be the first person in line to go see that. I don't even know who I would think of as far as like if you were going to recast that role or something like that. But why not just give it to Wesley Snipes? He's still in shape. He still scares people on Twitter every day. Let Wesley Snipes do it. I'm down for it. Um, what would you like to bring back? Um, or, you know, not see again? Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's just a few things that have like been run into the ground for me. So, you know, let's not try to reboot or revive Jason, the Friday the 13th movies. Um, You know, any of that stuff like that. Just, Uh I like horror. You know, I'm not like a mega horror fan or anything like that, but we we could just let some of that stuff go. Freddy, all of those guys, like... I just saw that they're uh, thinking about doing another Chucky movie, and I'm just like... No. What are we doing? Why? Let it go. Come up with some new horror stuff. You've got really cool, you know, horror type concepts and like get out and things like that. Let's do more stuff like that. Leave all that stuff Mm -hmm. behind. I don't want to see it. Let American Idol go. Let a whole bunch of that Mm -hmm. stuff that you just keep trying to like rehash over and over again. (laughs) I am still trying to figure out why American Idol came back. Like I thought it was done with Fox and like I, for some odd reason I was watching the series, like the season finale of that last season. Uh, season on Fox and they were like we might come back and I was just like no this should have been just the end and they could have ridden off into the sunset God knows Ryan Seacrest has got enough stuff going on like just just go we don't right yeah but I mean right now I really can't think of anything specific that I would want to kind of be like you know if I heard about it saying oh they're going to come up with a movie or come out with this or that or something I'd be like yeah I'm totally down for that like I'm, I'm pretty good with things to 
things the way that they are. I like to watch things back how they are. I mean, and it, you know, again, it ties back into that whole nostalgia thing or whatever, like just looking back at that time, thinking about who I was, thinking about the way the world was, you know, looking at the fashion, laughing at the different things from that time period, the big cell phones, the pay phones, you know, and all that stuff like that. Like right. a lot of things I just want to leave in the past. The things that are out now that are rebooted, like, like I said before with Doctor Who, Voltron, you know, DuckTales, things like that. I'm really enjoying those. They're cool. They're fun. But there's nothing mm-hmm. else I want to bring back. I'm I'm good with things the way they are. I just want to see new, fresh, and innovative material. I think the moral of the story here is, you know, with the advent of, you know, the internet the way it is now and, like, all these streaming services, like, if I wanted to go watch the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I would go watch the original Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I would not want, like a new Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, I just want the old one. Put the old one on the streaming service so m- both me and Ty can watch it. Like, uh, you know, they just recently put um, Living Single yeah. on Hulu, I think, like, within the last year or so, you know. We don't need another Living Single because it's bad enough we got Friends right. and Sex in the City. Mm, no shade. You know. Or all the shade. But, you know, if I wanted to go watch Living Single, I'd go to Hulu and watch Living Single. Like, we don't need reboots of these shows. Just give us give us new content. You know, the world is a lot different and now. And they have Golden Girls on Hulu. I love Golden Girls. That show will never... We could do an entire show about the Golden Girls. That show will never die. Yes, you can't, you can't touch Golden Girls. I mean, again, like I said, it's something that, you know, ties into that time period or whatever. And it's, it's like a time capsule. It is. Don't try to unlock it. Don't try to rehash it, redo it, remake it. It, you know, most of the time it just doesn't work. Unless it's a show that's got kind of that timeless concept. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot of science fiction and fantasy stuff. Uh, you can right. do all Yeah, of science that. fiction, fantasy, totally down for that or whatever. I mean, because you get to you get to bring in some of the, you know, the newer elements. Sometimes CGI does work, you know, and, and helps out mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, it, you know, it certainly helps out on a show like Doctor Who and, not, and whatever. And it's no shade to the, you know, the classic series or whatever. I, you know, I know that some of the props and the graphics and stuff are bad but i'm totally okay with it because they were a lot of the stories were so well written mm-hmm. um that you can kind of look past all of that stuff and then it kind of adds to the charm yeah of it, you know it does. knowing that you know hey they did pretty they did pretty damn good for this to come out in the 60s or the 70s yeah and it's also fun to see like how bad some of the older stuff is too like just to you know cackle a little bit not necessarily heckle but you know to just be like man i can't believe i think i saw something on star trek where it was like one of the communicators that they use was like actually an upside down razor or something and it's just funny to go back and like see little things like that um and just get a little giggle out of it um but just just leave those shows where they are again if i wanted to see you know some shows that people are rebooting i just go watch the original show like if i want to see charmed I would just go watch Charmed. (laughs) Exactly. Well, that is it for us today with our revivals and recaps and spinoffs and all that good stuff. Um, Of course, we can't cover the whole gamut of everything that's out there. We don't know everything that's been, you know, brought back or that may be coming back and stuff. So if you know of anything, anything that you want to talk about and keep the conversation going, please reach us out to us on Twitter or on Instagram. Um, use the hashtag Nostalgia Mix Pod and we are at Nostalgia Mix Pod and we will be catching up with you guys next time. Woo, 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 woo. Y'all have a great week. <laughs>